G'day rockers and welcome back to Happy Days in my weekly special called Happiness That Rocks. Every week I dedicate a weekly segment to the magic and the memories of the Hard Rock Cafe, a rock and roll institution 50 years strong this year and uh, I'm making it my special sentimental quest to speak to hard rockers from all over the world to share their memories and the impact of this incredible institution that it has had on their lives. It's quite an inspiring weekly chat and in this episode I speak to Anna Arzenton, an amazing ops manager from Hard Rock Cafe in Piccadilly Circus, uh, originally from Hard Rock Cafe Rome, has also worked at the Hard Rock Cafe in London, the original, and uh, doing great things there. She's a passionate and fun-loving individual and uh, doing great things for uh, raising, helping to raise money for live music venues all across the UK coming soon uh, in May. And uh, just her wonderful spirit is a real absolute treat to uh, share in this episode. And um, she's just one of the many reasons why the Hard Rock Cafe continues to be the fine institution that it is. So settle back and uh, enjoy this great little episode of Happiness That Rocks on Happy Days. Yay! I'm here. <laughs> Yay! Excellent. Welcome. Cool. Welcome to the land down under from up there somewhere. Yeah, from London. 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 Oh, London. Actually, sunny London. Incredible. Today. Sunny London. A beautiful are you, day. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Bull it's been shit. great. No, no, no. You, you're, you're pulling my leg, dude. Seriously. No, no, no. I, I promise you. I promise you. Uh, it's beautiful. Right, it's get... sunny. Maybe it's because it's 420. I don't know. Like a good Bible yeah. around. All right. I'm going to take your word for it. So th- this is great. This is good. Anna, thank you so much for uh, joining me on Happy Days in my Happiness That Rocks special. How cool is this? It's amazing. I'm, I'm really honored to be part of this Yay. and tell my experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. It's really cool because I get to talk to um, – I'm on a quest to talk to some amazing and very cool people from all over the world that have a gazillion stories and memories to share with me about the, the joys of Hard Rock Cafe and how it's impacted your life and blah, 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 and this and that and memorabilia this and dropping plates that and all the fun stuff, you know? So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pumped to do this with you. It's going to be rad. Um, so, Anna, you work at the Hard Rock Cafe in London, is that correct? And we have technical gremlins yet again. Yay! <laughs> oh, no. All right. These things happen. You know, we have uh, technical gremlins, and it's one of the, the joys of living in the land down under. Or perhaps it's my technology knowledge I, I don't know but 
the funny thing is right now I believe Anna can hear me, but I can't hear her. Um, perhaps she has skills as a mime, so maybe she's miming this conversation, um, which would work if we were in a visual format. So um, she can hear me. I know she can. So, yep, she can. That's confirmed. Okay, cool. Um, well, hopefully I don't have to talk to myself for too long. So hopefully Anna will be back on the air shortly. We'll see how we go. But um, I believe Anna works at the Hard Rock Cafe in London. There we go. I heard something. Anna, are you there? Can you, can you hear me? Oh, hell yeah, I can hear you. Wait a second was... then. Wait a second. You're Maybe right. Maybe it's my... Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I don't know. Because it's just... Technology, right? I'm sorry, I'm using actually no. very expensive headphones, so I don't know if it's that or just the fact that I'm in very far away from you. <laughs> it, could, it, could be, it could be a combination of both. I, yeah, I, I always blame technical gremlins. Like, there's gremlins <laughs> inside the internet somewhere. And they're they're uh, running havoc all over our, our um, conversations. It happens. It these things happen. But hey, we're here. This is good. Yes, amazing. So, so you are currently with the Hard Rock Cafe in London. Yes, with the branch in Piccadilly Circus. So that we opened two years ago. Mm-hmm. I helped open that as uh, an operation manager, mm-hmm. and and just incredible it's amazing uh Yay. we had an amazing party like uh, a lot of celebrities uh my favorite was sid wilson from slipknot there that oh. i got the chance to talk to and it was super sweet uh so it was beautiful. and also he donated one of his costumes to us uh so it was that was pretty cool um but yeah so uh, i work in the piccadilly circus one for two years but piccadilly circus that's exciting and we've had technical gremlins erupt again. Um, Sid Wilson's a rad celebrity. Uh, I've met him once or twice, I believe. Uh, he's a very energetic individual, so that's cool. Um, so while we wait for Anna to come back on the air due to the technical gremlins that are rampaging this conversation, um, my experience at the Hard Rock London was phenomenal. I visited there with my beloved band, um, and it was great because it was it was mutual agreement that we all wanted to go and explore it. So um, they knew what it meant to me. So it was very cool to sort of pay homage uh, and follow the rite of passage to let it come full circle and walk through the doors of the flagship Hard Rock Cafe that started it all on. Uh, June 14, 1971, in an old Rolls, Rolls-Royce factory. How's my um, word pronunciation? Anywho, it was great to stand there. There she is, there she is. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Okay, I was so I'm going to call Marshall for their headphones and turn in their crap. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Just storm <laughs> in the office and throw them at them, dude. That's what I do. I would totally do it. Okay. We shouldn't, yeah. we shouldn't have any more problems right now, so No, hopefully. that's good. Yay! Okay. All right. Amazing. That's good. We're, we're saving the world from me talking to myself, so this could be um, <laughs> this this is a good thing. Um. So yeah, I I didn't get a chance to do Piccadilly, but I did um visit Hard Rock in London. Yeah. Wow. Original. 
I mean, the I worked original. there for like, uh, how long was it? Seven, six, seven years. That's a so, decent vlog, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was incredible because I was coming from uh, Hard Rock in Rome. So wow. I actually, yeah, so I started there my career like uh, being nine years. Yeah. Uh, actually, just just did nine years, I think, in April 8th. Um, and yeah, so I started in Rome. And the reason why I moved to London was to actually um, learn the language better, you know, um, mm-hmm. speak English, not like an Italian person <laughs> with an accent. No, uh, so... hey, there's nothing wrong with saying grazie or, you know, bonjour or any, anything <laughs> of like course. that, right? That's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I wanted to improve my English. Like, that was the main reason. And obviously, I choose London also because yeah. um, every artist passed to London. So I'm a huge, obviously, music fan. And See? I love going to gigs. Mm-hmm. Since I was 15, you know, my mm-hmm. first big gig was Metallica. Just to... oh, <laughs> so wow, yeah. So I was like, I'm very. I was. I wanted to go there majorly to spend all my money in gigs. And literally, the first thing that I did was to go to O2 Arena and buy tickets for Manson and Rob Zombie. That was the Evil Twin wow. store, and then I bought tickets for Black Keys as well. And I think Florence the Machine. So three different, completely three different, yeah. like. I, I love, I love how casually you just say this. Like it's, oh yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just went down the road, saw Florence, saw Metallica, <laughs> a bit of Manson and Zombie. Yeah. No, no big deal. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, that 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 sort of stuff's a pipe dream down here. We um, yeah, we don't get um as many cool shows yeah. as you get up there. So um, I remember, yeah, when I lived in Sydney and I worked in Hard Rock there uh, yeah. as a hostess. And I remember it was very hard to uh, actually see gigs. I was lucky enough uh, that I went to see uh, Baroness. I saw Deftones when, while I was there Sick. as well. Um, Deftones is one of my favorite bands of all time. So oh, amazing man. show. I could tell you some more, stories more about Deftones. Oh, my God, please do. <laughs> do, do, you want to, do you want me to dazzle you with some stories? Oh, man. Yeah. I, um, okay, cool. So, I mean, let's not forget this conversation is about you, Anna, but... You're a Deftones fan, so I, I have to share this with you. As I did with Shane with Pantera, I'll do this for you for Deftones. Yeah. The coolest dudes ever, right? Um, I first met Deftones when they first toured Australia. I can't remember when. Okay. I'm really bad with dates and stuff. But they were touring on the Around the Fur album, and I was working for a radio station at the time, um, and I somehow ended up backstage talking about PJ Harvey with um, Chino. So that was really cool. But fast forward to hard rock days, um, I'm there uh, when I was managing, um, you know, trying to shout Chi Chang a tequila shot. And he's going, dude, I'm only doing this tequila shot if you're having one with me. So um, I drank tequila with Chi Chang for the afternoon while on duty. Oops, my bad. Sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, I think we've got technical gremlins again, but I think Anna's appreciating my Deftones story, so I'll continue. Um, Chino always came to Hard Rock when, whenever they were in town on the Gold Coast, uh, they would always come in. Chino loved his nachos and he always remembered a friendly face. So I was very, um, grateful that he remembered Myself and the wonderful hospitality of the Hard Rock Cafe, um, as did Chi Cheng, um, sadly missed, of course. But um, yeah, the boys always, always a pleasure to have in town. So yeah, that was cool. Um, 
and we're still missing Anna at the moment. This is sad. This is so sad because I feel like we're going to have this really cool conversation. And no, I still cannot hear Anna at the moment. I love this technology thing. It's great. Um, so let's get back to my Hard Rock London story. And I, I promise I promise you, boys and girls, all two of you that are listening to this show, um, we will get back to Anna in a second. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I was at Hard Rock London and I swear to God, I was standing in front of the Eric Clapton guitar for at least 10 minutes, just taking it all in. And um, man, it was... Uh, not really a religious person, but it was a religious experience. I can I can assure you that much. Um, for those of you unfamiliar with the Hard Rock Cafe mythology, Eric Clapton donated the very first piece of memorabilia to the cafe. I believe, ooh, I want to take a ballpark pitch and remember and say it was maybe six or seven years after the cafe opened, donated his guitar. And then a week later, Pete Townsend uh, sends his guitar in the mail with a note that says, my guitar's as good as his, hang it up. So, yeah, there you go. Crazy. Meanwhile, Anna. No, it's definitely not the headphones. Try it again, buddy. So, yeah. Well, Anna is working out the technical um, hijacking of from the technical gremlins. Um yeah, I'll, I'll just try and keep this party rolling. Um, so Anna's an operations manager, I believe. Hello, Anna. Hi. I was about to interview myself as Anna in a third person. That would have been frightening. <laughs> all right. Over to you, Anna. So I've talked. So you heard all my Deftone stuff? Yes. Cool. Do you hear Very me? Cool. Yes, I can. Oh. Okay, amazing. <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, that was, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I wanted to tell oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> okay, uh, so I was trying to tell you that, uh, first of all, I love your Chino story. And uh, thank you. That they are now doing a tequila limited edition Deftones bottles uh, for the anniversary of White Pony. But it's selling it just in America. And I was like, no, oh, because I love tequila as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. And I was like, I need to get that bottle. And mm-hmm. uh, it's quite impossible. But yeah, well, I also have a Deftone story because uh, Abe came on. to uh, Hard Rock yeah. um, just before the gig that obviously I already purchased the ticket for. And that day I wasn't working. I was in the Vibos. Uh, it was my other colleague, Andy. And uh, he literally... Um, told me that he talked with him for half an hour about guitars and, and asked him if he wanted the ticket for the gig. Wow. So that was crazy. But I was actually already like starting getting ready for the gig. And I was like, you know what? I I love that he did that. But like, I just want to go and be in, in the middle of the fence and just enjoying yeah. the gig. And because, yeah, I saw them like three, four times. And I can't wait actually to see them with the new album, Moms, because he's mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite right now. <laughs> Been awesome. listening constantly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, enough about talking about that. Anyway. No, nah, man, we're talking <laughs> about you, man. You, you, you're giving me stories, man. This is this is oh, happiness yeah. that rocks Anna. So we're, 
if if Deftones makes you happy, let us talk Deftones. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I love them. I, I even have a white pony tattoo on no my way. wrist. <laughs> that is yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I, you know, I do you have know a what's lot great of about tattoos. tattoos and hard... <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to say, you know what's great about tattoos and hard rock is um, they tell a good story. Oh, yeah, definitely. So anytime a customer would see your white pony, you'd go, well, let me tell you a story. You know, yeah. I, I feel Very like that true. would be the case. Yeah, and how many times like you talk to someone and you just notice, you know, there's like a tattoo from a band and you're just like, okay, yeah. I don't even need to ask you. I just put that yeah. on. The same with obviously T-shirt. I think you were talking yeah. about it with Shane. Yeah. Um, literally what I do, I do a little playlist for them, three, four songs, maybe awesome. like of their bands, but also like band related to them. Yep. Like if I see, for example, Pearl Jam fan, like straight mm-hmm. away I would put Pearl Jam, but also we put Temple of the Dog, obviously. Awesome. Or like just brief, the better, you know, like, yep. uh, yeah. So that's what, that actually is something that I really miss from my Vibe Host day. I still yeah. do it, obviously, but I have a little bit less time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because it's such a busy uh, restaurant, but um, yeah, definitely still doing that. Uh, and I love to do that. I love to see their faces and like just turn on the TV and just like, oh my God, and start singing along. Like, yeah, man. It's the best feeling, best feeling, really. It's it's um, good when you, yeah. when, when you can uh, you can create the vibe. I mean, that, that's the thing I love about the vibe program is that you can you can program a whole playlist of just really cool tunes and just get the yeah. energy of the room pumping. Like, oh, yeah. But that's like, it's the best thing. Like, yeah. when I started being a vibe boost, obviously, I was super happy because that's what I actually wanted to do. Oh, heck, um, There be. was already, yeah, like, because uh, I've been a vibe boost for like, I think it was five years, but I've been Damn. a host, I've been a server. Mm-hmm. I did almost, you know, everything. Yeah. But um, when I started in London, the credible thing is that there were already two Vibos. They were right. completely different from each other, Anna yeah. and Andy. Yeah. And then introduced me in the mix. And it was like, wow, like three Vibos in one cafe that is Damn. not even that big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like incredible, but it was so cool because you knew from when you were coming in the restaurant who was working straight away. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, because each one of us, obviously we love music in general, but have a, a, a category of ex- expertise, let's yeah. say, you know. Sure. So that, that was the, the coolest part. Uh, definitely and uh, I'm still very good friends with both of them even if we're not working together anymore yeah but, um, yeah I mean music just brings people together and it does um, for me yeah that's what hard rock really was uh, it is it still is yeah um, since you know the beginning and that's why I'm like so uh, happy to still working for a company that still do really important things and still you know good, consider good. music a, a big tool yeah um, to you know for kindness and like yeah. for charity is good so good. actually like um yeah we we are doing also um a charity concert and that will be streamed on the 8th of may that will, uh, yep. will be filmed in a uh, hard rock piccadilly circus and i just wanted to talk about it like two minutes uh bring it on mate. something That's incredible for the um for the english like venues literally yep. that they are dying down yeah, London is not as rock and roll as it once used to mm. be, you know, and that's mm. that's very bad. So, uh, for anybody that is listening, if they want to connect, it will be on the eighth of May. It's called Rock and Trust, and it's a benefit show. 
to directly aid to the Music Venue Trust, and uh, which is a crisis fund for grassroots music venues in the UK that face immediate closure to the lack of funding during the COVID-19 pandemic. Gotcha. So we're doing this with the um, uh, MDM and WDGO Music. Mm-hmm. We've just lost Anna briefly there for a minute, but um, I just wanted to interject and just comment uh, while we're waiting for Anna to come back on the air. Uh, I think this is a fantastic benefit. So if you get an opportunity, um, look it up online, the Hard Rock Cafe Piccadilly Circus, um, doing a fantastic benefit concert for venues in the UK. I can attest for and vouch for these venues because uh, I played in a bunch of them with my band. And uh, yeah, the, the hospitality you get from venues uh, across the UK is incredible. Um, I like to give special mention to my buddy Ian and, and his family uh, over in uh, Blackpool at the Waterloo, uh, one of the best venues in the UK. And uh, Lucas's band, Avarice, just put out a new single, but he's not allowed to celebrate till he's done his freaking dishes, all right? Um, that's a story for another day. But, um, yeah, venues like that and Percy's, uh, yeah, these venues are so vital to the culture of music. And I think we have Anna back. You hear me? Yeah, we're back. Nice. I don't know how it does it work, really. Like, oh, I'm just no trying idea. to push some buttons. and Yeah. <laughs> Technical gremlins, they, they sit there and they go, what's this button? Man. And yes. boom. It, yeah, Shit it happens. It's crazy. Um, so I was just backing you up there, buddy, and just yeah. um, saying so, how important this event is. Yeah, I mean, this is amazing. And yeah. the thing is, like, we uh, will be able to actually um, bring together, like, a lot of very important musicians. Like, we had, uh, we have Glenn Matlock from Sex Pistols. Awesome. But we also have Jesse Hughes from uh, Eagles of Death Metal, Baby Soul. Wow. So it's, like, a big lineup. Um, yeah. We have, uh, obviously, Rex Whitehall. But we also have uh, um, Say from Gorillas, so yep. it's gonna be an amazing uh, concert. So if you, they, if the, if anybody wants to uh, see that, they can find more information on the MDM Instagram or the Running Live Studios website, and okay. it would be amazing uh, just to crowdfund in these venues because honestly, like we need that to survive. Please, yeah, let me yeah. bring music again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? man, like like I like I was saying before, man, you know, to back you up the. The experiences that my band and me had in the UK was phenomenal. Yeah. Like the hospitality, the people, um, these venues are just so yeah. such a vital part of what you guys do. Um, yeah. And you've I got mean, so London many wonderful is, artists. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the best seats in the world, honestly, for venues. Because yeah. they are not so big as well. Like, mm. I, I mean, you played in the Underworld. I went to see you actually yeah. <laughs> playing. The Underworld, that was like one of the stages the Soundgarden used uh, when they came to London for the first time. Wow. They didn't even have a stage. They were playing there on the on the floor. Holy I mean, geez. Soundgarden and Alice in Chains went there. You know, like Underworld has a history of amazing artists that in the 90s were then going to play in such yeah. a small venue and yeah. so intimate, you know, in private. That is incredible. I saw that John was... Garcia there, like playing live, and I mean, I was in tears because I love Caius. So yeah, man, and yeah, it was incredible. That, so that venue was such an honor to play, man. Like, um, you know, because 
it was like I, I was aware of that to me to me the the underworld was very very much the uk's version of the whiskey a go-go in la mm, of, yeah you know, which which we also played when we toured the u.s and man you just you, you know it, it's just one of those places where if these walls could talk you know like just yeah you can feel the energy and the magic you know and yeah yeah no 100 like especially camden is like mm. there's so many places that honestly with the world can talk like the roundhouse as well yeah. Yeah. the doors played there hendrix wow. and stuff like that so Damn. i mean yeah it is it's incredible like wherever you go in london it's so weird because you know the david bowie was there and then you have wow. flag in the wall like it's just so much history you know and uh Sometimes it's intimidating. Like, yeah, me, I, I can like... imagine. <laughs> ha- as it is with, you know, being at the Hard Rock Cafe, man, you know, like you, um, yeah, you know, actually, if we can, um, I would like to divert this conversation a little bit and oh, take, yes, sure. t- take you back to that first time you met a celebrity while on duty. Like, but how was that for you? Like, you know, take us through that. And who was it? Okay, so uh, obviously there the, have been many. Yeah. <laughs> but um, probably one of the most characteristic for me was uh, when I met uh, Liam Gallagher. Because wow. um, everyone has a lot to talk about him, you know? Like, <laughs> that is not like, uh, that is a little bit ahead of, mm-hmm. I mean, a bit, a bit of a weird character, like a bit aggressive at the times. And with me, it was just incredible. Like, he That's came cool. with his... Um, with his son, uh, I talked to him and uh, I took care of him, like uh, music-wise. He was doing something about the who at the moment. I don't remember exactly what. Yeah. But it might have been something like about Tommy the Rock music or revisited. So yeah. he actually has me to play a lot of the who songs. Like I yeah. remember he asked me like Pinball Wizard or My Generation, and he was super sweet. Honestly, that's and, so cool. Yeah, and even with some fans when they're even if they were eating, so we were trying obviously to avoid and like, sure to get yeah. upset. He was super nice to him as well. So that's cool. Yeah, I I was uh you know happy surprised mm. <laughs> about that, but like one of the best stories I think. Um, unfortunately, I didn't leave it on my skin, but it was from one of the hosts, Sebastian, that is also a photographer of um, the Hard Rock Calling. So he met really the big, big ones. I'm talking oh, about wow. Ringo Stars, Iggy Pop, and all of them. But he met Lemmy. Oh. And as a huge fan of Motorhead, obviously, uh, when he told me about how Lemmy was, like, super cool. Like, he came downstairs, and they sit down for an interview. And he was just photographing him. Uh, but he said, like, oh, can I have a Jack Daniels? And they bring him, obviously, Jack and Coke. And he's like, no, no, I want a bottle, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's Straight go. away. And he was there with the interviewer. That it was this beautiful uh, lady. Mm-hmm. And when they went back, like, they were in the limo. And he was like, oh, I wish that the lady was sat with me in the back. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. I mean, typical lamb, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Humble and cool, just cool. But, um, yeah, we had many stories, like, uh, I don't even know where to start. Like, we had, like, the Kaiser Chief playing for, like, a charity event. Yeah. And literally, they were in, uh, going, um, I, I, you remember a little bit how the Hard Rock in London is, is like, the yes. trombone and drum kit on the top of the kitchen. Absolutely. So he literally climbed, and he was on top over there, and he was just going on top of the food counter on the what? side. 
yeah, it was just like crazy. And he went on the bar and he was just there, like doing some show on the top of it. So that was pretty cool as well. Wow. Uh, yeah, and we have obviously Little Richard with about Bruce Springsteen, you know, uh, yeah. very famous friends and guitarists that he did many things there. But yeah, like all very, very like good um, memories. I, yeah. I never had anybody that he was uh, not not very nice. Just to, That's to be polite, don't say dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Did you um and 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 in your experience, um, did you meet anyone like um like old school like Rita? Uh, when oh you... yeah, yeah, many yeah. times. I am on the phone with her many times. Like when she calls me, yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, for me, uh, yeah, for me, it's very normal because I, like, Damn. since I since I came there, she was just like you know you your crazy aunt. She would just go into the kitchen, like even we mm. were in the middle of the service, she wouldn't care. Mm. She would just go in the kitchen, say hi to everybody, hugging everybody. And then uh, literally she needed to have kind of a babysitter. She's so high energy. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, that, that's stop, how I remember her, you know? man. <laughs> yeah, she always like wants some margaritas and stuff. And um, yeah, she called me actually, re- she called like us recently. Mm. And she was like um, apologizing because she couldn't come to something because uh, she's not super great at the moment. Right. Um, but she was just so sweet, like oh, super super amazing. sweet. And I met Isaac many times as well. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, and he's so Man. funny. Like he's <laughs> just incredibly funny. Oh yeah, well, he just come in, you uh, know, Park Lane, and uh, hopefully he just stays at the bar and have a chat with the bartenders and just drink up. And um, wow, yeah, but it's just super. Nice. I just need, just... I need a moment to just pick my jaw up off the ground. <laughs> I mean, it's only Isaac Tigret, you know, one of the founders of yeah. the Hard Rock Cafe. You know, jeez, no biggie, right? Jeez, wow. yeah, no biggie, <laughs> no biggie at all. I mean, it was very funny. Like one day we were doing um open mic night just for staff and family downstairs. Yeah, the money we were like giving it to charity. And and um, he just popped in, and we didn't even know that he was gonna come. Damn. So, yeah, he just come in and it was just there, like chilling, drinking. That's amazing. Like, oh, don't mind me. Like, yeah, it is crazy because, you know, like a lot of the people that are there, like you know, proclaim they were there when everything started. Like Delia, she's like the second mm. witch, is literally, and I work with her all the time, you know. And or James, he's been there like there's now the uh, GM. Yeah, he was the one telling me all the story about even David Bowie going to the toilet and do crazy things or stuff like that. You know, it it just it is is amazing just to see that yeah still there. You know, and they and they just love what they do. They just love the place. Mm. It's they, just incredible. They they they're kind of those magical moments that kind of puts everything in perspective when you're having a a not so great day or, or you, yeah. you, you're not in agreement with, you know, things happening in the workplace, you know, which, which happens. And I'm, I'm, yeah, aware, I'm aware, you know, the hard rock is, um, you know, it never loses its rock and roll sparkle, but you know, it's, it's been through some changes and not always, yeah. not all of them are good, but you know, it, it's moments like these that you kind of live for, you know, and, and the camaraderie of your workmates and just, yeah. The, the cornerstones of you know of everything no, absolutely the, the foundations yeah. that's built on it's yeah it's all there right and it keeps you pumping it is yeah i mean like i worked in for hard rock by now and i must say that you know old Brooklyn is just something different there yeah. is something different about that place like yeah 
from the moment that you even go to the vault and you see Jimi Hendrix flying oh, the guitar, you know, like man, these no. little things that you just wow. And we brought I, it on tour with us in yeah. the Isle of Wight when it was the anniversary of, um, uh, I think, the Vustok or when yeah. he played there actually. Yeah. So we we brought the guitar there and we did everything team Jimi Hendrix and. It was just incredible, you know, and because Hard Rock also worked with Isle of Wight Festival yep. and they worked sometimes with BST, British Summertime in High Park, where we used to do the Hard Rock calling before. So it's it just magical just to even bring our memorabilia, do little exhibitions, oh, you man. know. Yeah, that, yeah. that vault was, um, Josh took us down in the vault and mm. man, we all, we all basically just said, if we died, after this we'd be happy he's fine <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah it was, i know yeah it was i used to do involved. i used to do vault tour as well and i, I saw people like crying <laughs> yeah i was and i was stuff, in tears yeah. of joy yeah i mean I, I, it is incredible like certain yeah, stuff there is there is like you don't see it anywhere like i'm, I'm a huge david bowie fan and when even seeing the acoustic guitar you know yeah yeah and when we used to have the crack cobain glasses as well oh yeah i remember anymore. those yep yep yeah but like that was so cool because like you were going to Camden Town, you were passing the market, and you would see him wearing that glasses that mm. we had. So it's like you know, it's, it's really a part of history. Yeah, but, it is. I mean, if I probably need to say which one is my favorite piece of memorabilia, will always Absolutely. be the Flying V from Hendrix as well. Like that Excellent one that choice. we have in there is just incredible. Yeah, yeah. and also like. You know, when you come to London, you know the Hendrix lived there for a while. And now it's amazing because I brought, um, when I was a supervisor in North Park Lane, mm-hmm. I did um, a day out with my hosts and I bring them in the um, house where Jimi Hendrix lived. Oh, wow. His apartment. Yeah. And yeah, it was such a cool day out, you know. <laughs> Just Dude, going... I'm, I'm coming to hang out with you guys next time I'm, I'm there, man. That... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You're welcome, man. You. Anytime. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Cause, uh, I mean, just, I, I don't know, man, just seeing stuff like that. And I don't know. And, and you just talking about Isaac Tigret, like, I mean, far out, man. That's, um, what a yeah. buzz, right? What a buzz. It is, it is pretty cool. Yeah. I, w- I was also one of the lucky ones that, uh, did the last hard rock calling. So, yeah, the one wow. that was in the, Queens Victoria and yeah. I was just I just came from Rome so but I asked to go and they say yes why not um and I was a host at the time so th- there wasn't really a mention that I could do so literally yeah. I was like bussing tables and do yeah. these things and I had my crew f- from Rome and I had my new crew from London and uh, you were working backstage and you just meet the seminole like this as well like yeah. they're all there and they just talk to you and they're super nice and uh, I made so many friends, like people that I'm still talking with right now. And mm. uh, that I'm going on holiday, maybe I'm going to visit them. Like um, when uh, me and Georgia, for example, Georgia, she's uh, now a supervisor in Hard Rock Rome. She's mm-hmm. like the other half of my heart, literally like we're best friends. That's so and, cool. Yeah, we're going to gigs all the time together, at least before this corona happened. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have another festival planned for September in um, in Spain. It's a Stony Rock festival. Hopefully, it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah the Tabernas cool. in the middle of the desert. Like, oh, oh my God, I can't. <laughs> if it's going to yeah, happen, man. it would be just, it would be like the right time, you know, <laughs> after all that's this. A, that's amazing. Hey, let, let, let me ask you real quick, Anna, with, um, you know, having worked at Hard Rock in Rome and then making the yeah. transition over to, to Piccadilly, um, 
how was that transition for you? Like working, you know, obviously in your, in your home country and then going to another country, how was the, is there much difference in those cafes? Uh, I mean, I don't think there is that much. At the end mm. of the day, we're, it's all like a big family. And is all. is everywhere. Is like, it's the same. All is one, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it. the thing is, like, with Ardok is that they focus on higher people that they are exceptional cool. for one reason to another. Like, As it, it should be. Yes, exactly. And, yeah, it's not like this everywhere, unfortunately. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but, right? Yeah, you was you see. I, I have seen my share of it, and it it kind of yeah. I excuse me if a little bit of puke comes up out of the back of my throat, but yeah, <laughs> it it does make me sick a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah. But you sound like you you have great pride for the job and passion, and that's I mean they're the attributes. Yeah, of, I mean honestly, yeah. like now that we're finally kind of very very slowly going out of this, mm-hmm. I think like we have so much time that we you know repressed the, the music we need to go to gigs right yeah, like we yeah. need to do we need to do things we need to travel more and i think this is the right time even for hard rock you know i i love i love this yeah. event that you guys are putting on man it sounds really cool um how did it all come together like uh you know obviously you know the, the cause is more than worthy uh but yeah, yeah, yeah where, how did it all come about roughly so well is everything like uh, started with the with josh then you know as well like yeah with the mojo delta music and the like uh and rex obviously that he works with him but also he yep. works with the uh, wdgl but he also played with eagles of the metal before he is like he knows a lot of people awesome. around and i think the idea just started from them and obviously we all have a they all have a connection with the hard rock as friends and also like you know, relationship and stuff mm-hmm. like it's, it's yeah. always happening. You know, love, and so we are all involved and all friends, and we're like, why not? You know, like we will give you the the space, and you mm-hmm. just bring the people. Over. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and we feed and you, you obviously as well. Yeah, <laughs> so. man, and 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 you said it's it's going to be streaming. Is that correct? It's going to be streaming on the eighth of May. Yes. Okay. Cool. And for more details, uh, just yeah, check it out. The Instagram pages of uh, MDM. Oh, they're rolling live studios mm-hmm. with, with everything. So, yeah, because obviously is um, there's GoFundMe and all these kind of things for all the yep. different venues. Um, I did myself also, like, uh, did a lot of founding for some of my favorite bars, like, with live venues here in London, obviously. In oh, there's so many. I think it was very important, like, to do that as, uh, I mean, what would we be without them, you know? We already I know, right? So many. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that's... That's what I loved about Camden, uh, you know, when, when we were in Camden, I mean, it was the beginning of our tour, and, I mean, just walking around after the gig, we went to about, I think, three different venues, and all three had bands playing, and it was just like, damn, this, damn if this is not the coolest town, you know, like, there was just music yeah. everywhere, like, it's, it's just such a vibe, it's the lifeblood of, of the country, really, or, you know, it's... It's just the yeah. lifeblood in general, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, London is like this, but, you know, he lost a little bit in the last years. Like, I've been living in London, like, around nine years by now, right. except for the little break in Australia. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I could see a lot of difference. A lot of places closed down, unfortunately. Like, because, yeah. uh, you know, landlords as well, like, yeah. certain artists are so expensive. There's a lot more gentrification right now. And um, But it's still a city that could, you know, be saved on this 
this kind of matter because people still love music a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of talent in, in London, like England. I mean, England, we want to talk about the crazy, amazing bands that this yeah, country man. take out. I mean, from Black Sabbath to Led Zeppelin. Yeah, like, man. I mean, we have so many, you know. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I just, uh, I'm really hopeful and... And I'm I'm on it like always been like a positive person anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, I wouldn't live here if it wasn't for you know the cultural and musical impact that I want to have it in my life. Yeah, you know, I really want to be skint because I'm going to so many gigs. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> That's what I want. What I want. Like, I am lucky enough to have friends also in the music business, so sometimes I can like sneak in for a few free gigs. But that's cool. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't happen all the time, you know. Hey, but when it does, it's it's a beautiful oh thing. Oh my god, right? it's, it's amazing! It's nice. yeah? yeah, yeah, it's, it's the best good. thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, man. I mean, you know, it sounds like your heart's in the right place with, you know, how you how you you know support music, but you know, every now and then, if if a you know a hospitable person offers you a, a ticket to a show, man. How could you well, not refuse, right? Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like I, I do have friends that, yeah, as I told you, like the DJs or they have like uh, they work backstage or for yeah. like some music venues. So I was lucky to do some desert fest for free, you know. Yeah. Or being like uh, half drunk and like hidden in the console of my friends playing. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, like man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's really incredible cool. when I think about it. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, from what I remember from the night, but <laughs> yeah, well, hey, that's all part of the fun, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, also, uh, like, uh, you oh, guys there in Australia, like, uh, you have finally uh, festivals again, right? Like, yeah, yeah look, it's a, it's all slowly, you know, creeping back. Uh, you know, not at the kind of pace you know, we'd all like it to be, but, you know, look, it, it, it's coming back and, you know, um, it, it's good to see people get the opportunity to experience music again. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's a bit of a small victory, but, uh, yeah, we, we've still got a long way to go yet. Well, but at least, like, you have a bit of that. Like, we see what's going to happen here because we have some festival going on uh, this mm. summer, like mm. Bloodstock and then Leeds and Reading. And Isle of White would be on. So we're very yeah, curious see, to see how this, yeah, will, yeah. will work. Your festivals are way cooler than ours. I mean, so, no offense <laughs> to our, our beautiful country, but, um, man, shit. Some of the lineups you guys get, it's just, uh, you know, I always, I always yeah. say to Australia, guys and gals, you could learn a thing or two from the rest of the world. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you guys used to have the big day out. That was a big thing, right? Yeah, look, we had big day out. We had Soundwave. Yeah, uh, yeah Soundwave as well. Yeah, man, we had a few good ones. Uh, we even had Download there for a small period of time. So, yeah, it was, you know, it, we have our moments of awesomeness. So, uh, yeah. Right, yeah, I'm like you. I'm an optimist. So, I believe, you know, it'll all come back in some shape yeah. or form soon. But uh, In doubt, just come to Europe. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow! <That's the> thing. <laughs> no, but like honestly, like uh, I'm really, really like I, I can't wait to go to Hellfest next year. Oh my in, god! In uh, Crystal yes. France, yes. the lineup is just like it looks like it was written for me. <laughs> like honestly, I saw the damn. bands on. I'm like, damn! I need yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah, man. So That's I think exciting. I will probably go. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, he's I'll, an eighty percent. Again, again, Anna, I have to compliment you how casually you say, "Yeah, yeah, we'll go." It's like, yeah, why not? It's no big thing, it's no biggie. Just help. No, out, you, c- you, you can know. always find a way. Yeah, there's no, always I, a way. Man, I'm I'm gonna get an esky and I'm just gonna start paddling over the ocean. <laughs> I'm telling you now, man. I just let's just be hopeful that next year, you know, we can have a more, yeah, you know, normality absolutely. and and just travel around the world because I have so many friends all around that I need to go mm. see that yeah. they're like they're waiting for me like and I also really need to take a plane. <laughs> mm. So yeah. actually, you know, that that was I was going to ask you this question a bit earlier but I'll, I'll ask it now because you've raised a beautiful point about your friends and and how yeah. you know how much love you have for your friends and music and all the rest um i'd like to ask you the how hard rock your time with hard rock has that had a huge impact on you with like say the cultural aspect of it with you know talking about take time to be kind all this one you know all those those beautiful mottos that we kind of all go what the fuck does this mean oh yeah um, yeah, no. Has that impacted you yeah. with you, your friendships and that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, mm-hmm. um, obviously, when I was in Italy, I didn't met, met like so many people from everywhere around the world. And mm. as soon as I, I moved to London, I understood how cosmopolitan this city is, and um, especially hard rock as well. Like, hire literally people from you know every country. Like, there wasn't almost no English wow. <laughs> when I arrived. So, and I had like. I have like a big, big friendship, like they, they just develop, but also it's very difficult to stay in a, in a, in England, like, yeah. because of obviously visas, like people that come here for one year or two, gotcha. you know, like it's kind of a city of passage, you yeah. know, but if you stay, it's kind of like a little bit sad because obviously you will see a lot of people come and go all the time. Yeah. But like some of my best friend, I, that I all met from work, like I uh, have uh, uh, Megan, uh, that she's just crazy beautiful blonde chick that she couldn't be anything le- like more different from from me in music mm-hmm. <laughs> taste <laughs> literally but like we clicked you know and now she's back in uh, Minnesota or Marie that she's my Japanese uh, literally sister so and she was a basser at the time and she's she has a beautiful voice she also sings she loves Oasis the mod awesome. enemy where nows but yeah, I do have literally friends all around the world because of hard rock and the amazing things that con- the connection that you create that is not just about work. It's really mm-hmm. it is true, truly a family. You know, you help each other in any kind of way, um, and they help me a lot. For example, because when I came back from Australia, I didn't have a place to stay in London, and I literally sleep in Megan's um, pavement. Like, you know, wow. floor <laughs> for at least that's... until they didn't get the job back as a server in hard job. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and put myself back up. But without her, I don't know. You know, I that, completely that's, that's, um, <laughs> that's, that's a beautiful sentiment. I mean, like that, that was, I had the similar thing when I first started with hard rock, I was living in my car for, I, I think okay. about a month or so. And I was, you know, getting showers at other, you know, some of the crew's places where I could, but um, same as you, you know, a crew member steps forward and they offer, you know, a place for you to sleep and have a, you know, hot meal and cold shower, uh, warm shower and stuff. And it's like, yeah, that kind of kindness goes a long way, especially the hard rock man. So. Yeah, yeah. no, it's crazy. And also the fact that obviously we kind of all live together. 
Like yeah. we live all in the same areas. Like we live with people that we work to. So it just creates really like kind of a world around all of it that is beautiful. So time is too much and we know that. So we need to take yeah, yeah. Kind of a step back. But so, um, and, it, and cool. yeah, that's awesome, man. And and with the 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 hard work, um I, I won't hold you up too much longer, but uh also with the the, the culture, are you a fan of the pins as well? Are you a pin fanatic? So I'm not a pin fanatic. Uh, Why? But uh, because I don't really like objects in general. Like, oh. I'm not, yeah, I'm not like someone that, you know, collects or like, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I care. You. I got you. Yeah, I, I do yeah. prefer other things. Let's just say yep. that. But yep. Yep. with the pins thing, I have <laughs> a lot of people sometimes wanted to buy mine. And I always say no, because <laughs> underneath a pain, there is always a story for me. Yeah. So, yep. so like it wasn't about like collecting them. It was just about the one that people would give me or mm-hmm. they, they just get automatically a sentimental feeling. So I could never yeah, give them away. Yep. So, yeah, I, I still have owns a lot of pins. Probably a lot of people want. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's cool. I, but I don't give them away. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 have a, I have a crazy collection myself, man, and a lot okay. of them sentimental impact. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just always curious, man, because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a pin. you pins. like them. Yeah, I love yeah. the pins, man. And like I mean, you say, they tell a story. Yeah, no, definitely. I know, like, so many people also that design the pins. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that is it's beautiful when you can design your own things. Oh, I think Mike, that is the, the um, manager in the shop, Yeah. he just did a new pin that is incredible. It's just a T-Rex or a Velociraptor playing a drum. And <laughs> I just love that. Like, I love yeah. bullshit. So, for me, this is my always my favorite. Like, whatever, so something cool. weird. I yep. have a pin from Dallas, I think, with just a cow. Oh, and there's wow, one of my favorite. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Pins uh, rule. I, lo- I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, th- that's the thing, man. Like, uh, there's, you know, you don't have to drink the Kool-Aid and, and be crazy about pins. But, you know, it sounds like you, you when you get a, a few pins that, that, that have meaning, sometimes that's yeah. more than having a, a hundred gazillion pins, you know, it's just as yeah. powerful. Um, yeah. I mean, with the pin designing thing, I was, I think I designed six. Yeah. Oh, I, cool. Okay. Yeah. About six pins. Yeah. Um, and, and that's one of the, the many things I loved about it was the fact that they gave you that opportunity to express yourself, man, in so yeah. many different ways. And yeah, that no, was definitely awesome. like they, they always give you a chance to express like, uh, your creativity even like I, what I really liked was uh, I love to dress up mm-hmm. so for me anytime it was Halloween or like uh, the Founders Day yep. it was a challenge to win oh literally. wicked <laughs> so, so what's, yeah. what's his trade secret so my actually I did one few years okay. uh, but like my favorite day is Halloween like uh, ends down it's my favorite day of the year so one year I went dressed as a scuba diver eaten by a shark Oh my god! <laughs> and then I won, and I was asking like the managers, like, "What is my prices?" And they were like, "Just what do you want?" Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I was like, "I just want ticket for a show." <laughs> so I went to That's see awesome. a sleep note with suicidal tendencies at Alexander Palace, and it yeah. was incredible. Yeah, incredible. I mean, yeah, I saw sleep four hundred times, I think, but it's wow. <laughs> it's never enough. No, <laughs> I just love that guy. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. Um. 
Wow, and and you dressed as a scuba diver eaten by a shark. <laughs> yes. I, you've got me all kinds of curious, man. What kind of detail did you put into the costume? Like, so was there a gore component? <laughs> no, so this like, uh, well, obviously I bought the shark out of uh, I think it was eBay or whatever. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then obviously I bought the um, the mask. Yeah. And everything, and I just like dressed in black underneath, and I look like yeah. that. So I just put awesome. myself like a bit blue and stuff. I do have some pictures, and they are also on my Instagram, so I can just show awesome, you. I'll just send it to you. Yeah, <laughs> if that's you want to see it. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. Also, I, also, yeah, I didn't help that the night before I got a bit drunk, so I look already a little bit like dead. <laughs> You're already <laughs> that halfway <helps>. there. Let's <laughs> go, yeah. man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it definitely helped. And 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 Founders Day. I mean, that, that's one of my favorite uh, days yes. that I always used to. I used to love Founders Day. Well, um, how you know, obviously in the the original um, venue in that uh, in in that in London town. What was Founders Day like for you? Um, uh, well, it, it's it was incredible because obviously you have a lot of the. Uh, the oldest that even don't work there anymore, like the first yep. waitresses that they come. So yep. it's not just Rita, but you also have a few others. Wow. And they literally serve the people. And you see the queue going, like, from all around the block. Like, since, <laughs> like, at 11 in the morning, like, there's a queue outside. Insane. It's crazy. Yeah, and when we did, I think one year we did the prices of 1971, so it was literally, like, one pound for a rem- Yeah, we did the so same was- surfers, yeah. Yeah, it was just incredible. Like, people were going mad. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to eat as much as we can. But we also had so much fun because, obviously, we were dressed in 1970s. So, everyone yep. had, you know, their own character. And um, I remember, like, Evie, uh, this is one of my best friends. She dressed up as, like, this 70s character. But she dressed up as a man, like, with a, f- a fake chest hair coming out. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the mullet awesome. and big mustaches like and she just looked ridiculous she looks amazing but yeah it was so much fun like it was one of the days that you can really like just be a, you know a clown and nobody yeah, will tell you anything 100%. and just, yeah and i just loved it same for halloween like yeah uh, it's is the best day because everyone it just look or completely terrifying because some people put so much effort yeah, it looks almost professional, mm-hmm. or it looks just stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, mm-hmm. just love that. Like, yeah, I, yeah, th- those, those, um, you know, th- those are the sort of events that just, just bring out that different side of people, and it just yeah. really just adds to the the spectacle of the magic of hard rock, doesn't it? It's, yeah, no, absolutely. But like, what I really liked as well as the vibe boosters was when there was a gig on the PM, like on the night, or yep. like few gigs would happen on the same day sometimes. Yeah. So we had fans coming in the morning, and before the gig, you know, like for for lunch, and they were like getting a bit buzzed, and obviously we're like, oh, which gigs are you going? And you just play music for them, and you just you know gas them out. Yeah. And everyone was just like being super happy. Um, just to go and, you know, listen to some of the tracks just before going and have a nice meals and margaritas and, you know, that's some awesome. good cocktails. Yeah, that's, that's the best, I think. I mean, that's what I would want. <laughs> you know, yeah, in any yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if I go to. That, that's but, amazing, man. I mean, it, it sounds like you've just had so many wonderful experiences and continue to have wonderful experiences with the, the hard rock, that's, that's just so inspiring to hear that. That's incredible. 
yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward, as I told you, like to see this summer what it's gonna bring. Because yeah. I, I believe it's gonna be crazy. That benefit concert is, uh, you know, it's it's a huge, huge positive step in the right direction, man. That's I definitely I, I yeah. Think more more places should do stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. Like uh, there's a lot of uh, bands that are still playing and streaming and all these things, yeah. but I really believe we should focus on maintain the the places where you can actually go and play because yeah absolutely man you know like there's too too many of them to save that's the yeah, thing i i i met some amazingly special people that run venues across the uk and i mean ian and his family at black in blackpool at the uh waterloo that was one that stood out for me just just people like okay. you know families that run these venues and they're so hands-on they're not just the promoter yeah. they're, they're the roadie. They're the sound guy. They're everything, yeah. man. It's like, their life, literally, you know? Yeah, dude. 100%. So that's why it's like, it's just so heartwarming to hear, you know, that people, are, you know, people like you and and, the, and Josh and the crew are, are teaming up and doing stuff like this. This is, um, you know, it's, it's so important. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, we're really proud of it. And yeah, I really so hope that we'll, it will make a difference because, you know, it's uh, much love and effort and, yeah, just the hope for the future. Happiness. <laughs> really. That's it. And happiness. happiness. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, Anna, um, thank you so much for your time. It has been absolutely awesome and a, a tremendous honor. And we got there in the end after a few technical gremlins. <laughs> Yeah, that was scary, man. I was really oh. looking forward to talk to you and then yeah. bam. <laughs> Me too, well. man. We should do this again. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, yeah. I'm always available. <laughs> Anytime. <Yes. laughs> Excellent. Well, Anna, thank you for sharing your happiness that rocks on these happy days. And uh, send my love to all the crew at the Hard Rock in Piccadilly and, and give um, give Josh a big old punch in the nuts for me. And uh, tell him a lot. We do. That's my favorite thing to do. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think it's everyone's favorite thing to do, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much again. Anytime. And, uh, I will keep listening to your podcast. Obviously. Thank I you. I can't very wait much. to see who's next. Actually. Absolutely. I got. Well, we got some good ones, man. There's some good oh, ones man. coming up. So it's gonna be good. All right, man. We'll Amazing. keep staying happy and stay positive, and uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you, Jesse, and have a good night. Thank you. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.